Welcome to the XSF Podcast, hosted by Devante and Lou. This is the Where podcast to show that every human is capable of being extreme. Tune in to discover how you are too. another fantastic episode of the XSF podcast. We're here, episode 27. I'm Coach Devante. We got... Lou? Yep, that's Lou. Coach Coach Lou. <laughs> Everybody, today is all about muscle imbalances. Look, life is life. We go about it, and if we're not aware of it, this stuff can come up and get you. You start to feel that neck pain. You start to feel that upper back pain. You start to feel that hip pain. You know, you get those aches, and they, they don't go away unless you do some stuff that we talk about in today's episode. It's 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 a great one. We, we do kick it off with just me and Lou uh, actually talking about Lou's altar that he has in his background. And if you're not on YouTube, go check out YouTube. Link in the <laughs> show notes. Uh, we get into a funny fall <laughs> that we kind of uh, rant about for a little bit. And then we get into the Manhattan Cabs. Uh, and how Lou just visualizes himself going through a windshield someday, uh, just being prepared, you know, prepared for life. And then that segued right into the topic of today's episode, muscle imbalances, how we can prepare for life and be ready for them. And just know, understand how they come about and that, you know, our bodies are our bodies. And as long as we are prepared to take care of them, we can do so. Lou, you got anything for him before we kick it off with today's episode? No, you said everything. I forgot about half the stuff you just said. So I'm glad so amazing. Enjoy, Enjoy, everyone. I can't wait to listen to it. Enjoy. Okay, that's the balance of life. You got you got the wildness of the Marines up there. You got the skateboard. You got yeah. the Ram Dass. You got Grandpa, the flag. You got the cowboy <laughs> hat. You got my adopted kids. Not truly adopted, just you know. Yeah, I mean. And then pictures of things I love. <laughs> it's awesome. You I love it. Man. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's cool too, cause it's <clears throat> like that's something you set up like for yourself. Yeah. Like that wasn't yeah. even for video, anything yeah. like that. Like you know, like what I got here. Like I set this up with the purpose of the podcast and everything like that. Like. That's just, it looks dope in the background for you now that we're filming, but it just looks, it's something you did just because you wanted to. That's my altar, yeah. That's my, my things that I cherish. <laughs> I want to, not, not even cherish, but keep I want to make, I want to make something like that myself. Uh, kind of like a, um, just, I don't know. Like, it's just something to just stand in front of every day. Well, you know what it is? The, the whole purpose of it <clears throat> is like, some people have an altar, they'll sit, they'll pray at it. The whole purpose of the altar is this place to go of like, uh, like uh, what I'll say to not get like too spiritual and stuff is like respect. Like where you somewhere you might go and just give your pure respect. Like when you're in front of it, you you're looking over things. You're like, yeah, that's all it is to me. And I try to teach that to my kid like all the time. Like just respects number one. Like that can get you so far in life. Like right. you want to talk about like imbalance you want to have like yeah. imbalances and relationships and in your life like if you just don't Show respect the things around you and the situations you're in and the people you're around and the food you're eating and, you know all this stuff well yourself first if you don't respect yourself is when you're gonna you're gonna disrespect yourself by 
you know, be, being basically lazy and then yeah. being exactly with people we're that about in, treat um, you bad. The Know Yourself episode, essentially, yeah. kind of like if you guys haven't heard that one, you can go back and listen. Uh, oh, that was that was a, that was a good one. I believe it was. Shoot, it would have been better if I knew the exact episode number, but you know, I tried. Well, this is okay. twenty-seven. To, it was either twenty-five or twenty-six. That's for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, but uh, yeah. you know, on a lighter note, real quick, before me and Lou hop into the episode topic for today, I have a funny clip I want to share with everybody. Uh, yes. Lou sent this to me, um, and we're talking. You know, we really want to talk about imbalances today, and more specifically. Muscle imbalances. And you know a good way to uh, catch a muscle imbalance there, Lou? Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. I do well, what this guy did. Yeah, exactly. But I wouldn't do this because <laughs> I use my body. I don't hope that a battery is going to get me from A to B. I don't have to stop and, skateboarding to charge my deck. Okay, so and so I got to remember, I got to have respect to the people who are on Spotify just listening or on a podcast platform just listening to us. If you're not on YouTube, you can always go watch what we're talking about over on YouTube. Everything's in the show notes. But this guy, you've seen him before, the electric – you know what's funny too about these electric skateboards, man? I've never told you this. So Third Lair grew up skating there. Shout out. What's up, Third Lair? Shout out, Third Lair, (laughs) skateboard and skate shop. Uh, But, uh, you know, growing up skating there, I was there one day – and I was in online school, so I was like the 13-year-old there, like early in the morning, skating, summer, doesn't matter, it was hot. And we were in there, and this dude comes in. He's like, hey, man, you want to test this board out for me? And, like, all the dudes who were working there came out, and we all tried them out. And it was like an electric board, kind of. Like, it was like one of the first, like, leaning boards, like, where you leaned into it, and it, like, motorized went. And I was like, dang, this is cool. But then everybody was also like, this is whack. <laughs> like, like, we didn't want to say it to him, just, like, out of respect. It's like, yeah, man, like, this is definitely like, – because a business perspective, like I see it, like yeah, you're just, I get it, like you want that dough, it's gonna make money. But then again, it's like God, they, they perfected, they perfected the skateboard when they made the skateboard. Exactly, that's all it needed. Like once yeah, they ditched the metal wheels, that. once they, exactly. they ditched the metal wheels and lost all the extra shit, like it was perfect. Like they don't need anything else. But, uh, you know, okay, so this dude's riding on a board one of those ones that you have the remote and you can like make it go super super they go up like 40 miles an hour i think they go like yeah. stupid fast um dude's going and obviously there's this big hose going across like somebody's cleaning out like a sewer or something yeah. it's a big hose yeah, like call, call and this dude's going and of course you know like if you're on a real board you know my ass would have pulled up and just pulled a kickflip over it yeah. real quick you know lou's ass probably would have just charged and just boneless over it and just wow yeah. just kept going you know crazy as hell but um, inevitably this this dude was probably on his phone with his remote in one hand and his phone in the other or something just not paying attention to the world and Hits the, <laughs> hits the hose. <laughs> just goes flying. Disappears. Really disappears. Absolutely flying. And it's funny too because I'm just go check it out. I'll have the uh, Instagram too in the in the show notes. So if you don't want to go to YouTube and watch to this point, then I'll have that so you can check out the clip directly. But. It's it's absolutely, absolutely hilarious. There's a still frame of him like right when he hits it falling off, and yeah, you know, there's no balance there because he's just, he's just going all straight. Yeah. Like when he's like when I'm skating through yeah. the city, and I'm going mm-hmm. stupid fast through like traffic. Mm-hmm. The balance is the wildness of the music and the skating, but the the calmness of being aware of everything going on. You know, because if I'm not, 
Well, these cabs are honestly nowadays cab drive because New York City, <clears throat> excuse me, New York City cabs have always been insane in Manhattan. Obviously, if they're New York City, they've always been driving like. But now with these crazy, not crazy, the new laws for like uh, cyclists and the bike lanes and stuff. Well, you got to watch out for the guys on the bikes because they have motorized bikes because they're delivering food all through Manhattan and they're hitting people like crazy, bro. And that's why I really look out for more than cars. Like, I'll drive right up in the middle of cars. They're not going to hit you for the most part. You're going to have some psycho out there that's probably going to try to hit me. And I always think about that. And I, like, listen, I'm not Neo over here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really, I'm not, I'm not getting like a six, seven vertical. You know what I'm saying? For a short (laughs) person, I could jump and I could tuck my legs, but I always think about it. I always think about this. Whenever I'm skating, if a car's coming straight at me, because I like to drive, I like to skate head on to see what's coming at me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm always thinking, like, yo, if this person just was, is texting or something like, and stays head on and I can't bail left or right, I gotta jump. Like, I'd rather I'd rather shoulder the windshield and, you know, and get shotgun than get hit. Yeah. To me, like, that's not getting yep. hit. That's me bracing it. So I We'll find out. Like I honestly, like I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm dead serious right now. I oh, I have a feeling, and I, maybe I'm creating this. I'm manifesting it by always just waiting for it to happen. But I think that's gonna happen. You know, I really yeah, like, think yeah. that someone's gonna just come straight on, and I'm gonna jump up and shoulder the windshield, and just end up sitting shotgun, and hope I'm gonna do everything because I plan on it. Like I gotta do this because I don't want to hit the hit, hit my head. You know, so if you're not watching, what I got to do, I got to throw the shoulder up. I got to do fist in front of face to try to brace the head impact. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about it. And this, also, dude. like, you, yeah. That's dude. something else I got to stop doing, and smacking my hand. Because when I was listening to this last time, and I was smacking my hand, I was like, that's annoying me. So it must be annoying other people. Oh. I'm just, uh, <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> hey, hey, we're perfecting hey, the craft. You know. Yeah. Perfecting the craft. How do I let you know? Oh, uh, it's crazy you talk about that though, because I think about that all the time, and I don't know. That goes into like preparation, and I love that because it's like you thinking of that. Like I don't know. I don't think it's like a bad thing, uh, just because of the fact of you thinking that way is then preparing you for that situation, yeah. right? Because like you're just like. That's all yeah. it is. Like, it's I've thought, of, and especially when you're doing something like that, that puts you in a situation like that. That type of thing can happen. Like, not saying it's going to, but it very easily can. Just like when you're walking out in the street, somebody very easily could just run up on you. Exactly. Like, be aware of your surroundings. Exactly, you know, dude. that's all it is. You're you're just ready for that situation. So then, if it does happen, at least you have a fighting chance at yeah. that situation. Like some. Not saying it's gonna go that whole fucking way, like you're gonna plan it out exactly like your dreams, but shit, you know what they say? You you live things over here in your head over and over and over, and you visualize things, and then it can yeah. come too. So, but that's a, see, that's know. the thing, like, cause it's two ways you look. Cause some people, it, this type of thinking freaks them out, <clears throat> you know, and they can't do it. It gives them anxiety. Like, and there's a stoic, mm-hmm. a stoic, uh, word saying for this. I don't remember that. It's like premeditated, premeditated. Basically, like premeditating things that happen, and it's not to get anxiety and freak out about, but like you just said, to be aware of your surroundings, you know. And then yeah. when also part when I like I was saying, you just touched on is if you think about it too much, like am I creating this to happen? You know what I mean? And maybe maybe is it that I could have bailed, but I jump instead because I think about the jump instead of the bail, you know? Because that could also happen. That it's not so much that it's the cab coming straight at me, it's that my my negative when I, my judgment turns into jumping instead of moving because i'm thinking about it but 
doesn't it all just really come down to what you do in that moment? No, for, yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, like that's that's the thing too, and I think. But that moment could be dictated by what you're constantly thinking about. Which what you've been thinking about that's exactly, insane. and that's something I wanted. To, that's what I, w- I was hoping you were gonna kind of get at, and that's what I want to segue into the topic of the episode with is, you know, muscle imbalances. Well, how am I gonna Ooh. do that? Well. Think about it. When you have preparation, right? When you're thinking oh. about things, like if you're thinking about your job, if you're thinking about the way yes. you move at work, if you're thinking about the stuff you want to do for the rest of your life, if you're thinking about the things that you are happy doing, how do you feel on a daily basis? And then, you know, relate that to, okay, I notice I have some back pain here, some shoulder pain on my right side, or I have some hip pain on my left side, you know, something that's going on. And, that's a muscle. It's most likely there's a muscle imbalance going on somewhere. Some and, you know, think about this. Prepare yourself for these things. And if you can do that, whew, man, I'm telling you, it's crazy when you start training for stuff like this and you just start looking at it different. So, Lou, why don't you go ahead and just explain exactly what a muscle imbalance <coughs> is and uh, how they can come about. All right. A muscle imbalance is going to be an imbalance of your muscles does so it's like i'll give you the bicep tricep thing right flexion of the elbow so the biceps the main muscle that's going to flex that elbow right but you're going to have other muscles that work with that muscle the bicep is this is the prime mover it's the main mover of the, the flexion of the elbow in this circumstance right the tricep is the opposing muscle so you can have some muscle imbalances where the opposing muscle is too tight not letting the bicep do its real thing getting that full range of motion of elbow flexion because the tricep could be too active, too tight. Or you could have where the assisting muscle. So what's going to assist the bicep is the is a forearm muscle called the brachioradialis. I believe that's how you say it. And when you flex the elbow, that will assist it. But what could happen is if your bicep's not doing what it should be doing, or, yeah, the, the assisting muscle, brachioradialis, could be doing too much in flexing that elbow. Mm-hmm. So that would be a muscle imbalance. Now it's, that happens all over the body. One of the main things we see actually is that when your neck is jetting forward, it's extending forward and your shoulders are rounded forward. This is that because we're always typing on computers where everything's in front of us like this and we're at work, we're interior beings. So we're always in front of us, working in front of us. So when the muscles aren't retracting where they should be, your head's not tucked in, you have muscular imbalances. Then when you try to go work out like that, you're bench pressing, you're pulling, you're really just adding to those imbalances. Now, those imbalances doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean that happens. That happen, It really happens naturally if you're not aware of it. So it could be, and it also could be the way you're just born too. Some people just have. All right, really quick, got to give a shout out to our sponsors here on the XSF podcast. Now, make sure if you guys want to check out any further information on all these amazing humans and companies, that you just check the show notes. Everything will be down there underneath our podcast sponsor section. Third Layer, Skate Park, and Skate Shop. Third Layer Skate Park and Skate Shop is located in Golden Valley, Minnesota. They have an online store. And like I said, you can check everything in the show notes for their website link. Now, Third Layer has been an amazing place for not only myself, but a lot of other skateboarders here in the Twin Cities and even around the U.S. They have everything from skate gear, wheels, boards, bearings, trucks, all the way to their own apparel. So you look fresh while you're getting those clips and landing those tricks. They also have everything from skate lessons to skate camps. So make sure you check them out. Keeping it on the skateboard train, now we got to give a shout out to our sponsors, Monte Coso Skateboards. 
Monte Coso Skateboards is a Minnesota-owned and operated business. They are also all about the community, always out there trying to give back, put out things that are really just helping the kids be able to prosper in the skate game. Now, besides that, they also have very, very durable boards. Most durable boards I've ever skated myself, and I've skated quite a few. I've jumped down rails, jumped down stairs. This board has even hit the corner of concrete walls, and it still hasn't chipped. Telling you, you want a durable board that is still lightweight? Check out Monte Coso Skateboards. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Batch Roasting Co. Batch is an ethnically sourced, minority-owned, organic, fair-trade coffee company roasting out of Brooklyn, New York. Let me tell you, Batch is some great people making some great coffee. Trust me, I'm a self-proclaimed coffee connoisseur. I've had delicious coffee all over the place. And when I tell you Batch is some of the, the best coffee I've ever had, I'm not just saying that. You know what I mean? We just don't let anyone be our sponsor. You know what I'm saying? We jive with our products that, that sponsor us. So trust me when I tell you Batch is some of the best coffee. You can find Batch on Instagram at B-A-T-C-H-R-O-A-S-T-I-N-G-C-O. That's Batch Roasting Co. You can check out their website, B-A-T-C-H-R-O-A-S-T-I-N-G.com. BatchRoasting.com. Type in LBOM at checkout for 15% off your entire order. That's L-B-O-M-B at the checkout. Go get some delicious coffee by some amazing humans. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Jetty Woodwork. Jetty Woodwork is a veteran-owned and operated woodworking company out of Long Beach, New York. They are great people creating great products. I personally bought a custom board for my brother, a cutting board. He got into some chefing, and we got a little custom cutting board for him. They threw an MB on it, a little pot plant on there for us because, you know, he's a marijuana enthusiast. So, amazing product. It's amazing stuff they do over there. All their wood is locally sourced. Their cutting boards are 100% organic. And like I just said, they'll custom, they'll put anything you want on there. There's great people doing great things. Definitely check them out. You can find them on Instagram at J-E-T-T-Y Woodwork. That's Jetty Woodwork. J-E-T-T-Y Woodwork. When they're born a certain way and they're just going to have a muscular imbalance, and that's something they have to really be conscious about. But most of the time it's created over repetitive movement. And over time, it creates these muscular imbalances. But- yeah, that's what I was gonna say. We, I mean, we all have them too. Like even like lifters, like you can. No one's perfect. Like you could do everything. You could train. And this is a little kind of jump forward, but you could train unilaterally. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk more about it. this later. The rest of your life, and you're probably still because you have a dominant side. You have things you lean toward. You have a way you lean when you sit. You know. And it's also it's also gravity bit. pulling you down, and when you move, like the only real way I would think that I was someone just say, could actually. It's. I feel like it's. It comes all the way down to bone structure yeah, too, like you well, said, because like I mean, that's even gonna play. Because insertion and origin, all all this stuff. Because I'm is also just thinking play, about that's though, just a whole different thing. Is it actually possible to be purely balanced in the body? And I don't think so, because of other forces not within the body, like the external forces of gravity, and then moving. Unless, like, I'm sitting. Like, imagine yeah. you had a human that you took and put them somewhere, and you had to keep, and they had to stay there. Like, they just couldn't move. Because any time you move, you're moving through space and gravity and time that are all going to dictate what's move, what's going on. And then you start dancing, you know. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I think I don't it's possible. Think it, I don't like at least from a muscle standpoint. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't think so. Just because, like, 
even like when we're hunters and gatherers all the time like when we're moving like you're moving like because i'm just thinking like from the other way around like yeah you have to stand still but even if you stood still and didn't move or if you laid on your back and didn't move like you'd still have other muscles that are working a little bit more than others like unless you're just laying flat on your back but if you're standing up like or whatever and if you're not like, consciously you thinking move, about it your legs are working exactly yeah exactly and like hunter gatherers you know they moved around all the time so it's just like they they just moved and it was just natural and they moved all the time and they still i mean obviously they had to pick stuff up all that stuff they probably had a strong side right left whatever it may be they sat they had to why wouldn't they why wouldn't i had to have because the, the same, the same, the same way we do, and they they didn't have the knowledge. We, I mean, maybe they were just more intuitive, and it wasn't like as bad. Because you got to think too, like a lot of our things, and but it's also repetitive motions for them, and that's what I was gonna say. Like their job, like a lot of us, like our the jobs just changed, right? So like their job, but their job that's was also think, movement, yeah, that's fluid thinking, movement, dude, hunting, like, running. They needed so their like bodies, maybe not because like when I was, if you think about humans now, even dude, even the blue collar life I'm in. A lot of these guys and girls neglect mm-hmm. their bodies, and it's like, bro, the number one tool you have in your tool belt is your hands, legs, your extremities. If this isn't moving, you're gone. You know, so it's like, mm-hmm. it's, it, oh man. Well, that's what I was gonna say. It's because that's why I was gonna say hunters and gatherers. I feel like we're probably the closest we were ever gonna get, like to no muscle imbalance, just because. Yeah, but just yeah, exactly. Because we just we were constantly moving. So you think about it today, like even if you do have a job like that, you work that job. You're, you most people are dusted. Yep. They go home. Yeah, and sit that's down your muscle imbalance. Yeah, you're creating you're, that you're shit. Creating you're moving more. every single day. But the only time those people, yeah, the only people, the only time you Which, sat down yeah. back then was yeah. when you're about to eat or you're trying to sit yeah. down and catch your breath from trying to hunt something, think, you know, whatever the case I, may be. But I, other than I, that, you're up doing stuff. Yeah, that, I was I gonna think, say we, we don't really throw that know, in okay, there. There's, 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 there's I've some learning about hunting gatherers yeah, or stuff yeah. like that, but still, you know. I, I like they definitely like okay, they had like gatherings, they kicked they it and stuff, like not, but they there was a need to move. There was a need to move around. Like they didn't have a house over their head all the time. Like this, I mean, they, I'm talking like before we had. Yeah, and I get there was like tribes and stuff like that. Even then, they had like the little hutch, hutches and stuff. But still, they had to go out and do stuff to get the food. It wasn't just in a store they could go buy it. Even then, they had to go get the food. Well, so they were just more in tune in with their bodies bulk, because they need, like, like I said, they needed it. Exactly. Like, so if maybe they felt a certain type of way, yeah, like exactly. I'm sure someone in the tribe, their main thing was knowing the human anatomy. Because you have the science we have now. I mean, you can't know things where you start. Like, if you work on enough humans. And all day long, like you don't have distractions. That's either. what I was saying. Like, they're we in have tune. constant distractions all the time. Mm-hmm. They didn't, you know. Amazing, mm-hmm. amazing. So, I'll, I'll kind of go a little bit more in on that too. Like when I was speaking to Jobs, right, and you know how they moved around a lot and stuff like. And how today a lot of Jobs consist of us sitting down. I mean, me and Lou are sitting down right now doing the podcast. Uh, when we write programs, most of the time we have to sit down. I get it. Like, and then Lou's also up, though, on the other end of things, moving around, doing stuff at his job where he's constantly in the same positions, right? So at a desk, right? And if you're not on YouTube, I'll explain it uh, to the best of my ability. Uh, but pretty much it's easy as this. When you're at a desk, you're going to be sitting there. If you're not really conscious, you're going to roll those shoulders forward. You're going to kind of jolt that head forward, be looking at that screen, trying to get closer to it with just your head, whatever the case may be. Uh, and that's just repetitive over time, over time, over time. 
uh, and then also time spent in that position. You know, it, it, it's, I'm not saying you can't sit there, but like, let's say you are sitting there, you could get up and move around for a little bit. We'll talk more about that in a second. But, uh, you know, and then let's say you have a job where you have repetitive movements, but you're moving around. So like Lou, being an electrician, he's over there always in that overhead position. Uh, Lou, you could talk more about this because, I mean, you're the electrician yourself, but I know just from what I see, even being down in, like, that deep squat, if you're not cognizant about that, like, I know most of the dudes probably get down on, like, a knee and are sitting all weird and they're not, like, just in a good squat, like, ass-to-grass squat, just using a screwdriver like you showcased on your Instagram. And I think that's just, um, <laughs> like, right there, like, that's just crazy to me because that's where this stuff can come from, you know, and when you do that over time, constantly, all this stuff that, and you're not training for it either, like, then you're just, you're asking to have pain, because things, the whole body's linked, right, all the way from the, f the feet, <laughs> all the way up to your neck, like, if you have something going on in your left side of your, your left ankle, something's going to be tweaking, mm -hmm. can be tweaking in your right shoulder, you know, and so it's all linked together, but uh, if you want to talk about the movements that you create, because I want to talk about being a parent and, you know, the stuff that that can do, because I know for me, being a coach and stuff, a lot of my job, quote unquote, is sitting here doing this type of stuff and talking to clients, training clients and stuff like that. But a lot of my repetitive motion does come from parenting. But I want you to talk from the standpoint. of Yeah. So for us, college. most of the time we're hands in front of us or above our heads. Right. So we're flexion of the shoulder in front of us and all the way up, right? And we're extending the, our backs. We're protracting forward. So a lot of times we're rounding our shoulders. You know, a lot of guys and girls will have neck pain. Terrible. Like, for instance, I'll give you a pure example, right? Because right, if you're watching, a lot of times we're like this. Hands are in front of us, we're working, right? Or they're above us and we're working, doing something up here. Yeah, obviously we, do, we, go, we get low, but I'll get there in a second. So... With the, a lot of times we'll have neck and like uh, upper back pain. A lot of times you'll think it's your, your middle upper back is tight, but it's not. Those muscles are actually lengthened. So they're, they're, they're feeling like they're in pain because they're just, they're fucked. They're all day long. They're lengthened. They're not doing what they should be doing. They should, they should want to be retracted. Your scaps are coming like this. They want to be retracted. Too much going forward. So what you'll do, you'll start foam rolling them, which is not going to help because they're not tight. They're lengthened. What you want to do is retract yourself back. The other day I was at the job, right? Dude, Joe, the operating engineer. So when we're building buildings, we don't have the elevators inside yet. We have elevators outside the building to bring us to the floors where we got to work. They're called Alamax. So the operating engineers mm -hmm. operate the Alamax. So I'm on the Alamax. I see Joe, like, moving his neck around. Like, he's, you know, he's tweaking it. He's in pain. So I'm like, yo, Joe, what's going on over there? He's like, oh, my neck forever. Forever it's been pain. Whatever, whatever. And he's, like, in his 50s. So I'm like, yo, do this. I gave him a stretch to do. I gave him a stretch to do, and it... It made me feel great because of the way he looked. He looked like I just saved. He was like, "Oh my god!" Can you? Um, so yeah, I'll show it. Can you? Yeah, yeah, I'll show it. Yeah, yeah, I'll show it. Can you? He was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" Ba 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 ba. So all I did was, all right. So if you're gonna do the stretch, first of all, you want to be standing up. I'm not gonna stand up right now. You're gonna stand up. I'll do. I'll do the stretch the right side. So you're gonna take your right hand, push it to the ground, take your face, point it down towards your left armpit is if you're going to sniff your own armpit take your left hand put it above around your head and then pull your head towards your armpit like you're trying to sniff your armpit while pushing the right hand to the ground it's going to stretch the muscle up here 
Okay. And you're yeah. gonna even you can feel that all the yeah. way down into your bicep, even if you're super tight. Like I know, it just it you can. <laughs> and another way to do it too, uh, I that I like a lot. It's the same thing uh, that I've noticed that I get a little bit more of a. Str- I don't know if it's the feedback of having my hand on the ground, but if I get in like a just a kneeling position or just like a seated position, uh, like crisscross applesauce, <laughs> like on the ground like kumbaya style, and I put that same hand on the ground, kind of just making sure I'm depressing that right shoulder and doing the same thing with the neck and the mm. arm, pulling it to that opposite shoulder, yeah. kind of into that armpit with the nose. And I push into the ground, yeah. I create force with that other hand as much as I can without it like coming up, of course. And I mean, if you're shorter, then you, I mean, if you have closer to the ground, then you might have to kind of not do that. And I don't know if you might have to get up on your knees then if you're going to... S- to try to sit, I mean, that probably will help. But I know that for some reason, when I do it that way, I feel like yeah, just a little so bit more. But yeah, it's great stuff. And like, fantastic. so the point was like, he was in the same position for, for years, years, and just didn't know what to do. Because, you know, you get advice from doctors. They're like, oh, you need pills or surgery? Because that's what they get paid from. For the most, not all doctors, for the most part. So you give him a little stretch. And that, but then what you got to understand too, is after you do that stretch, that's not it. Because there's a reason you got into that. So yeah, you, your muscle's going to be relieved. But unless you fix your positioning and strengthen the muscles that should be doing that job that that tight muscle is doing too much work of, you're going to get right back to it. So what you have to do after that, after you do that stretch for that muscle up there, your lever to scap, which is elevates the scapula. That's a lot of times where our shoulders are up by our neck and we're shot forward. We got to depress the scapula and bring the neck back in, tuck that back in. Doesn't mean you walk around all day like this, but that's what you want to look, get it back to. Because all day long, we're naturally going like this in front. We're jetting our heads forward. You want to tuck that back in. So then what I showed him was a couple exercises to do to get back into that. So after you do that stretch, you want to tuck your chin in and keep tucking it in. Push it forward, tuck it in. While pushing your hands down still and depressing those scaps. Have the scaps depressed. Try to basically get the back of your shoulders to the back of your pockets. And then extend your neck forward. Push your nose all the way forward. And then act like someone's putting like a handful of shit in front of your face and you're trying to get away from it. Forward and then back. Forward and then back. Couple sets of that. Relax. Do it again. And when you do your stretching, you want to breathe out. Because a lot of times when people stretch, we get tense. And when we get tense, you cannot stretch. It's it's counterintuitive. I think that's the right. I don't know. I'm not good with terminology yet. I got to read the dictionary. That's something yeah. I know. So I got I got these ideas I want to say. Yeah, I said, counter- like, dude, said counterintuitive. But I got these ideas I want to say, but I don't know how to articulate them yet. My, yeah, yeah. My, said- my vocabulary growing up was like, well, it was all curse words. So well, I'm, say I'm what trying. you said. Yeah. Say, say what you need to say. Say what you um, said again, then. Uh, <laughs> counterintuitive. Go ahead. Should we Google that? We... Yes. Yeah. You so, know for sure that makes sense. No, I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, it makes sense. Well, I'm not trying to sound dumb over to here. To me, it does. Well, because counter. While I'm over here, while I'm over here, dumb over here. Yeah, but like. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna, I don't know the intuition or to common sense. Like, to me, yes, uh, I don't think it made sense then, because what I <laughs> you're like, no, no, maybe not. See, no, good thing we no, looked no, it up, because no, people listen. Like these guys are dumb. I don't know about the human body, so fuck you. Um, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, no, we're not here Photo, to talk about English. Some other English class for that. See now, I forgot what I was saying though. Son of a beast thing. Oh, so if you just stretch, if you well, just stretch, and go back to your day to day, it's go. not gonna help. You're yeah, not doing anything. You're gonna be. You're gonna have minimal. You're gonna have like mm-hmm. uh, what is it? like just when you stretch, you'll feel better, but then you go right back to the pain. It's gonna be a cumulative cycle. It's gonna be an in- cumulative injury cycle. 
That's why you got to stretch it, mm-hmm. and then you got to work those muscles. You got to get the stabilizing muscles stabilized again. That's why you're pushing your scap down. You're gonna all the muscles that you that are keeping your scap there are stabilizing your scap where it should be depressed against the rib cage, and you're pushing and pulling, pushing and pulling, and you're working the muscles. Yeah. And don't worry. If you're it's a workout. Out, it, it feels it's a like workout. you're gonna get a yeah, double chin. No. Which, um, it's gonna prevent gonna double, double chins because you're moving. Like I had, you know, well, you're moving. Yeah, exactly. And another another thing that really is common that a lot of muscle imbalances do come from is just parent life, especially moms. So like stay at home moms and stuff like that. Uh, you know, that's what JoJo does for her training. Most of her training is to combat just the life of a mom, like with the kids we have and the stuff she does, holding a kid all day. Think about it. When you're holding a kid in one arm. You have one shoulder that's completely rolled forward. That's kind of hugging the kid with your arm then tucked. And you have this flexed elbow position. So then your biceps completely flexed and your tricep is then lengthened more. Your pec, your pec minor is definitely overactive because it's yeah. protracting you. Your and pe- your, your serratus pec, definitely oh, isn't doing the protracting, exactly. which it should be. Pro, your, yeah. your and then your rhomboids are lengthened. Yeah. Your upper, your upper exactly. traps are probably going to be active because so- you're elevating your scapula because yeah. Up like this. Stre- that's, I'm so happy you brought that up because that's also something that we're talking about the hunter gathering. Is I don't know about the stress level that these common humans have now, like mm-hmm. in this mental stress, you know. So it's like that alone constantly will get you mm-hmm. tight. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like that was well, just that life. Assume, there's nothing you know, else. Who knows? Yeah. There's a reason. Like I think about it. There's a reason religion Maybe. came about because yeah. people had mental strife. They had to figure out. And then we and how we do that is we externally go out and go oh gods yeah. and, and stuff like that. But anyway. I'm glad you wrote that up because, like, I think about that. Like, if you're like, and that's why I'm talking about breathing when you're stretching. Stretching. If you're stretch, if you're stressed, and you go to the gym and try, yeah, like, if you go to and go to the gym and try to think you're gonna stretch your body and then work out, like, no, what you're really gonna do is trick yourself and think you just stretch and you're going to work out. Because if you're in a stressed mind state, you're not stretching. It's just not gonna happen. You're gonna go through the movements of stretching. You might uh, have a, a sensation of stretch, but you're not stimulating the muscle to actually stretch it. You're just going to get sensation that, yeah, I stretch, and you get right into the workout. You know, that's even like on my Instagram where I do that music stuff because that was me, going to the gym, hitting it. I literally have to put in certain musics to like have, be more mm-hmm. calm when I'm stretching, mm-hmm. and then I get into my my workout. But, yeah, stretch, stress is you, – you got to de-stress. Mentally, because some stress, you know, stress is yeah, also needed. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's you just, know the stress I'm talking about. We all know the stress I'm talking about. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think, like, I think a great way for us to end the episode would be to go over the. I, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. Upper cross syndrome and lower cross syndrome. Muscle imbalances. Yeah. And we could give them in lower cross syndrome. Some ways to get out of it. What we can do is give them some. Uh, some just three three exercises to kind of work with it uh, for both, you know, because there's a couple of different ways we can go about it. So let's let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and go over that. So, do you want to cover yes. what so lower, lower cross, cross syndrome, syndrome is, is when then? your pelvis is in an interior pelvic tilt where your your hips are in a flexion state. Okay. Mm-hmm. And your lower body, your uh, your knees are knocking in, so they're like trying to look at each other. Okay, and your ankles mm-hmm. are going the other way. Okay, so their feet are going out, the knees are going in, the hips mm-hmm. are 
an afflicted state. It's like that 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 pick that like the typical like Instagram chick pick putting the booty out. That's interior public health, and that's no bueno. I mean, it's good to get followers yes. if that's the type of life you want to live, but it's a no bueno for the body, at least. Because if you think about it, if your whole job, you know, repetitive movement. <laughs> your whole job is posting posting booty pics on Instagram and OnlyFans all day oh, long, yeah. and that's the position you're making. Forget it. And then you can go to the gym oh, and do your little squats and tell everyone like, oh, the body you just bought in Colombia, I got it from squats. Yeah, right. But anyway, so the way you want to, the way you want to get out of it, <laughs> <laughs> the base, the base level way I'm starting that right Sorry, is you. I'm putting someone on the ground on their back. Okay, mm-hmm. you're gonna have a ball in between your legs, like a you could have like a medicine ball. You could have anything that's not. Yeah, you'd even put a, you could put a basket. Yeah, you could put foam a foam roller. roller but I want some a little bit with spacing. Get that good hip spacing. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, that like no you know, long like, way. I'm I saying like flip it. Like it if you hit it, like if the I'm the trying to think about what I'm trying because I want my feet at least about hip width apart. A foam roller is gonna be like there. I'll use a foam roller for certain stretching, like spinal stretching for the. Oh uh, yes, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So because I need some, I yeah, I need some hip places. I see what you're saying. Okay, okay. You need yeah, because I need their adductors working because they're yeah, they're coming in, close. they're coming in too messed up. I need their, their mm-hmm. stabilizers working. Here. So they're gonna have their feet on the ground. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be tucking the elbow, the uh, the basketball, whatever it is, the medicine ball between your knees, actively squeezing that, driving your feet into the ground. Okay, you're gonna take your pelvis and posteriorly tilt it. So we're gonna put a towel underneath your back, but your low back, and I don't want to be able to pull that towel underneath from up from underneath you. You have to press your back on the ground. From there, you're gonna do a glute bridge, and then you're gonna maintain that position. You're gonna hold the top for about three to five seconds, and you're gonna lower it slow. You can take a maybe a two three second break to readjust, and then do mm-hmm. it again. Okay, we're gonna do that, and we're also gonna do some type of variation of a single leg movement, whether that's a single leg step up with some external stabilization where they're holding on to things and they just, because we need those lateral stabilizers to start working. Because that's why those knees are tucking in real too, uh, real heavy. I was just going to say, yeah, yeah. Uni- unilateral, yeah, definitely have to just get a unilateral and, movement in there like that because that's just going to be, and, then, and also too, the thing I like about that is you're not only, you're working through a lot of different planes, right? You have your hip flexion, your hip yeah. flexion extension, you have your exactly. knee extension flexion there, you have a bunch of, door. if you get, if you do it right, you can get a, a lot of dorsiflexion out of the ankle, which is working on like active mobility is the way I like to look at. Like kind of just no, I just want to say something before I forget because I, I already forgot. Something I did forget to say is before we even do that, we're going to stretch out the muscles that would be typically overactive that are putting yeah. you in that position. Okay, so it's going to be like your adductors, your um, yes. what does it put me that way? Your peroneals. Those are like the, the calf muscles, some inner thigh muscles. Yeah. And, yeah. Say, and really for the yeah, core, it's say, just getting yeah, that active because the, you're going to have some overactive muscles in that core area, but that's really just positioning the joints properly. Yeah. Uh, and also, too, yeah. the, the tibialis interior, that um, a lot of people don't even like really think about that muscle uh, the yeah. one that goes on the front of your, the side of your shin almost or the front almost of your shin if you have a big enough one and can see it um, but if that if something is going on in the foot and ankle and that isn't strong and isn't helping support the ankle yeah. that can then kind of link up and then cause some yeah. like anterior yeah anterior uh, knee pain and stuff like that and just things like that happen all the way up the chain so uh, yeah no I think that was great um so for real quick recap, what you want to do for just the two things, the two yeah, like little so movements for 
lower cross syndrome then. Or I guess three, because give him a good stretch. Right, good, thing, so uh, I guess a we good did give him a, a stretch beforehand. Stretch. I guess if you can. It's you can tough to do when you don't have anything to view. When you, it's like when you're not viewing. Well, what we could do, you, you know what? Do is you, you take, know what? You keep your, let's say you can do your right one, right? So you keep your left foot mm -hmm. on the floor. You take your right foot, you elevate it on something, okay? So your right foot's going to be elevated up, let's say on a chair. Your left foot's mm -hmm. on the ground. Then you're going to take your hands and put them in front of you. You're going to hinge your hips backward, push your butt backwards, and your hands are going to shoot towards the ground. That's a good adductor magnus stretch. And that's a great muscle to stretch because a lot of people have that overactive because what that muscle will actually do is it'll like assist the the um the hamstrings. And a lot of times when we think we're using our hamstrings, we're not. We're actually using that adductor magnus and that'll be in a lot of pain. Then you go to try to like foam roll your hamstrings, you're not working, you're not it's not happening. If that adductor magnus is working. You know what we'll do? Um, and it, for anybody who doesn't want to go tune in on you, I don't understand because you're already in the same area or whatever. That's but he's he's the nicer what, one. He's the nicer but, one. Yeah, I guess. But that's it. That's but, what it is. Yeah, he's the I nice mean, one. That's, yeah, yeah. It's I'm just trying to be nice. But what what we'll do uh, is I'll have Lou film that movement and we'll put it up on our YouTube channel and I'll add that link directly to the show notes of this episode. And then you guys can click that directly, and yes. it'll take you right to him just doing the stretch. Boom. There we go. Easy enough. All right, so go uh, up Upper cross, cross syndrome. syndrome. Right, All right, that's when your head neck down, so is jetting forward and your shoulders are rounding forward. Now, what's typically overactive on those is going to be like your pec minor, your uh, levator scap, your upper traps. Those are what's going to lift your neck up like this and shoot you forward. Your pec minor is going to be protracting like this. And it's a lot of times, too, it's not so much that those muscles either are just so overactive. It's that the muscles that should be doing the job are, are like non-existent. Like this, like, yeah, not that's what I'm saying. If you want to use, like, for a lack of a better term, underactive, like they are, because the positions you're in, because you, that's that's what we were trying to get at earlier, what we were getting at earlier with the repetitive movements, right? When you're doing that and you have your arms in front of you all the time and you have one muscle that's completely just it's so lengthened and it's not really it's not doing too much like especially if you're not holding load right if you're just like doing something here uh, and then all of a sudden your your chest everything here is getting a little bit getting shortened as well and you like you said everything just links together and if we don't and, think yeah. about that and bring it so back it, and train so it's upper that, cross syndrome too it's like it's going to cause I'm not even going to so Go much ahead. care about the stretching for these muscles because I want more just getting you in the right positioning. So what I would first say is, all right, do this. Bring your shoulders back. Like yes. If someone walks in the gym like this, I'm not going to say, all right, we got to stretch the pec mount. No. I'm be like, bring your shoulders to back. You feel that? That's where we're going to stay. Now bring your neck in. Okay. That's it. And work that for a little bit. You know? So it's bringing the shoulders back. It's retracting. It's trying to get your left shoulder to touch your right shoulder. And you also... At the, as you're trying to bring your shoulders to the back of the room, you're trying to bring yes. them to the to your back pockets. So you're trying to make them touch. You're trying to bring them to your back pockets. Your neck, you're just bringing in as if someone is bringing a handful of poop right to your face, and you're tucking it in. And that's where you want to be standing. Yeah, it's good, right? That's where you want to be standing. So that. that's going to basically fix your upper cross syndrome. Mm -hmm. But now you got to work out in that way. And the way you're going to do that is some like you would do, if you have a resistance band, you hold the resistance band in front of you, you bring those shoulders back, you tuck the chin in, and you pull the band away from you. You pull your hands away from each other. Pull the hand, bands away from each other, bring them back in nice and slow. This is another thing too, slow movement. Pull away for about three seconds, 
hold that end range for about two to three seconds. Bring it in for two to three seconds, nice and slow. Right there, boom, boom. You do, you do cable pulls mm-hmm. the same way. Mm-hmm. But uh, And then I was just going to say, I was going to say, but I would go unilateral on this now. So, like, just do one side at a time. Uh, this, this sounds weird, right? But it's just so... It, when we do That's do the, but with the face pull to like external rotation, right? So if you're not on YouTube, then what you do, right, is uh, I'm sure you know what a face pull is, but if you don't, you grab the rope that has the two usually, and you'd pull right directly to your face, really making sure you're retracting those shoulder blades at that end range of motion, trying to squeeze those scaps. Now from there, you externally rotate those shoulders, trying to almost bring that rope up to your forehead, right? Now you can do this with one arm. The reason why I say that is just because I know, and I've seen it a lot, it, you want to pull with one side just a little bit more, unless you go really light. Then that's another key is like, it's fine to go both sides. Just go, just don't go crazy heavy. There's no reason to, especially if you're going to do the external rotation, like just do it with intent and you're going to feel it after one to two reps. Like you're That's a, that's a great it, idea though, that you mentioned. No, I, I, also I, I what that'll you, do is that'll make you more aware of your, your lack of uh, spinal extension. Of, I mean, of your external rotation that your spinal extension is coming in. Because if you don't have that exactly. that external rotation, you're, you're going to start extending your spine. Mm-hmm. So if you do it single-handed, you'll be able to work this end range of motion better than if you're doing both, you're really going to want to come Stayed. forward. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you're doing both external rotation at the same time, and you don't have external that's rotation why, of the shoulder, then your spine will extend. If you do it single arm unilaterally, then you'll be able to see that better. You'll be able to test where you have that lack range of motion. Mm-hmm. And honestly, another thing you can do too, if you don't have like obviously like resistance band at home, a lot of people do have like a dumbbell or something. They're like seventeen ninety. They're fourteen ninety nine on Amazon. Yeah, resistance bands too. People. You can do it with that. You know, yeah, the yeah, only thing with the I resistance mean, it's band like, is like the strength curve, right? Like that's the, the best part. Motion, especially, but it, it no, yeah. but I'm just saying, like, you're going to, well, yeah, just is... make sure you use like the light band. Like, don't think you can just like throw the heavy band on yeah. there. Cause like, yeah, you might be, you might be able to pull it, but remember, we're thinking, yeah, get the red resistance the right band and then and just work it on your muscles. That yeah, to me, that's use. the best. Yeah, and just do that one. Mm-hmm. And that's cheap. Yeah, I, I think that would be amazing. Uh, so, also, you said not worried about a stretch. One stretch I do want to throw out there really quick, just because we did kind of add something for lower cross, uh, is something that just is a kind of like a feel good thing, right? And it's just a doorway, uh, a doorway stretch. It's for the. I was gonna pack, say right? though, but the thing about the doorway really stretch focusing... is it can't be done in a doorway. You have to have something, something in front of you because when you don't have something in front of you, what your brain's thinking about is you falling. So if you're thinking about you falling, what you're not it... going to be doing is stretching. So when you do the door, the Claire unquote doorway stretch. Have something in front of you. Do it in the corner of the room. Make it the corner way stretch. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, usually I just have a chair that I, like, put in front of me and I just hold on to. Like, yeah, no, the, the classic, right there, like, a classic doorway stretch when you're yeah, no, the doors. If, you are, if, you're, if you have somewhere to fall, yeah, if you have somewhere to fall, your brain no, will think about No, 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 I'm going single. No, nope, I'm going single arm. That's something no one thinks about. Nope, I'm going so this no, this one's a little bit different. So I go, I would go single arm, uh, really trying to get that pec and also that pec mind, so the pec minor. So like really getting just in a different angle. So not necessarily being here, but just a little bit more up, 
here, right, flat palm against the wall, but then we're taking also a split stance position, right? But what we're doing is, let's say I'm working my right side, my right side's getting stretched, then my left leg is forward, right? And I have my, 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 my so yeah, my left leg's forward, my right leg is back, right? So I'm almost like kind of doing this contralaterally, if you want to think about that. Now I'm in this nice stable position. Usually I would have a chair on my left side, right, that I can just hold on to, or if you have the door that's there, you can easily hold on to the knob or something like that. Now what you want to do is you don't want to just try to bring that chest forward and jet it forward, right? That's just negating what we're trying to do. You're trying to keep the pelvis tucked so we're not jolting the butt out. We're trying to keep the ribs down so everything's nice in line. Now what we're doing is putting force through that hand that's on the doorway, and then you're going to try to go forward in that split stance squat, right? So when you're in this split stance squat position or in that lunge, you're trying to line your hips, midline of your body, up with the doorway. So you're right there. Now what you're going to do is almost act like you're trying to come forward into like a split stance squat or a lunge, right? And then you're just trying to, instead of jolting the, the chest forward, you're trying to keep everything in line, keeping pressure in that hand, and just bringing the body forward as much as you can. And you're going to feel the activation in the pec minor. And then also just when you come, and then also you can do is breathe in that position of that end range, which you get to take a nice deep breath into the diaphragm. And then as you breathe out, relax, stop pressing so hard on the hand that's in the <coughs> doorway and see if you can go a little bit farther forward. That's just something that I've noticed has helped a lot of people just get relief uh, and just be able to get into better positions when they go to train. Cause that's just like a huge thing alone. Like just getting because we're you know you talked about that like yeah if you're stretching like in a stress like state like you're going to do like an L, like a training session it, it like what are you really doing but if you can do stuff that's going to help you just feel a little bit like this one i like it's like activation in a way yeah, too pushing against that doorway and then relaxing it was pnf i believe yeah pnf not to um, go in but even if i said yeah, even exactly. if I, said don't I, don't like, I, I like it it's if you're really tight yeah like you gotta stretch really you know but even like you could do that matter of fact the one we said earlier the levator scap stretch and the upper trap stretch yeah. stretch too because those right there are two stretches i hit them i hit them every morning myself yes yeah. yes no but I'll, I'll say one more time it's like all right That's so right. if i'm gonna do no, the right already, side already hit i'm gonna push yeah, my right hand to the ground i'm gonna perfect. look left towards my armpit i'm gonna take my left hand put it around above my head and pull my face into my armpit while pushing my right hand down breathing out for the traps yeah for the traps, mm -hmm. you'd want to just same thing, just, just come a little more too, forward. Like you do it everywhere. Instead yeah. of instead of facing so much the armpit, come more in front of you, pulling down. And this yeah. whole time too, you got to keep your your upper body and your you're pulling on your neck. So keep your upper body nice and straight. You know, you want the the scaps depressed, trying to bring your scap the back of your shoulders to your pockets, mm -hmm. to your back pockets. Because otherwise, you're negating the fact. If you're up here, it ain't gonna work. Yeah, because. Because you're going to want to, like, your whole body, turn. Yeah, exactly. You have to be aware of that. Yeah, when yeah. you turn your head, you might want to turn yeah. that body a little bit. Those are two great stretches to your upper neck. Because a lot of people have that head. upper, they're just, trying to do, like, oh, I don't know what to do, and they're doing the tweaking, that stuff. But I had a real chiropractor. No. Stretch the muscle. Yep. Yeah. I think that's I think that's fantastic. I, I, think, I think that all just, you know, really deserves a good uh easier, a little, yeah i was shocked you shocked work on me <laughs> oh wait there it goes yeah thank you You're everybody yes 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 
And that is episode twenty-seven of the XS Pod. Is there anything else you want to say? I mean, do you want to do you want to leave it off with anything else? I don't want to just give them too much. I mean, we're already at forty-five minutes, and I think that those couple of things are just alone enough to focus on for majority of us out there. Even if you do train, uh, if you didn't know these things. You, you I can think still it's all great. Look into it and be like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, one thing I will say, like, uh, imbalances in life, too, will you, always happen. You, Try to stay as balanced as you can. Like, it's good to be one of those go getters. Everything that like, I got to achieve, I got to achieve. Mm-hmm. But you also have to understand if you're thinking like that, there's a reason for that until the dust settles and you're facing yourself. So always try to be balanced with, like, going and getting and, and relaxing and being aware of yourself. You know, try to be here with it. Like, you know, constantly going after trying to achieve goals and going to the gym and stuff, but then sitting back and, and appreciating enjoying all this and with who you have it with right now. Be balanced. Be as balanced as you right. possibly can because if not, yeah. then you'll get nuts in a bad way. And the thing is, too, uh, you know, you can do all the stuff we talked about. If you're not balanced in other parts of your life, it's not going to matter. You're still going to be have these muscle imbalances. A lot of stress. We have a lot of stress. We hold our upper back, and that's why we'll go like this also. Stress, so you're you don't de stress. You're always going to be tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. I think that's fantastic. Well, everybody, you know where to find us. And if you want to book any consultations, Make sure you just check the show notes. Yeah, Everything's there. Be. It'll be on the screen. YouTube, on YouTube. You should be. And if you're not on YouTube, check. What are you watching, notes. Jeff Nippard? Yeah, find the YouTube link there. <laughs> and yeah, you should be. You really should be. Gosh, gosh. Oh, no. All right, everybody.